0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Our pal is Ira Winderman from the Sun Sentinel. He joins us in the fourth hour of the show every Tuesday. So, Ira, man, are are you at the game tonight or are you observing Yom Kippur? What's the setup?
0: Well, since my mom's probably not listening right now, I'm going to be at the game. But uh, let's keep that between you and me and the people who read the paper tomorrow.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a tough spot. You know, are you doing? Are you fasting while you'll be at the arena?
0: Um, you know what? Based on the arena food they offer the media, that might be the case at least okay. till midnight till I get home. So, oh, okay. So they'll carry, they'll carry me through a little at least.
1: All right. So first things first here, uh, James Johnson, where do we stand right now?
0: You know, it's interesting. Still not with the team today. It really makes no sense as to bring them back when you have a back-to-back tonight at home against the Spurs tomorrow in Charlotte against the Hornets. But Pat Riley did a uh, function yesterday down at Baptist Hospital with Harlan Selznick and their new sports medicine facility there. And he said soon. He said this will not be a lingering issue. It sort of makes sense. After this back-to-back on on Tuesday and Wednesday, they have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. So, there's a chance to sort of give James Johnson his own personal midi camp and help get him up to speed. So I would think by the end of the week, because I don't think Pat Riley would have said soon if it wasn't soon. So clearly he's getting the reports, he's optimistic, it's not that far away. I would say probably by the time the Heat regroup to practice regroup to practice after these back to back games, I think we'll be hearing about a James Johnson return.
1: Will James Johnson finish the season in a Heat uniform?
0: Not if the Heat can get any value or get rid of that contract. I think there's a bunch of contracts on the roster like that. So it's not necessarily Zazz because of the conditioning thing. I, I think if they can get off the final year of James Johnson's money, the final year of Dion Waiter's money, I, I, I think there's some movable contracts here that really don't have anything to do negative with the person, just about future cap space and working forward. I don't see a taker in particular, but who knows? Maybe he comes back and reestablishes value, or maybe another team has an equal contract they're looking to move. What
1: do we expect for tonight? I mean, Olenek is not going to play, right? What about Drogic?
0: Right, he's out. Uh Olenek is out. Goran is still wearing. He's kind of curious as I know you saw this with Amber when you were doing the game, the uh, scrimmage on Sunday. He's wearing that knee brace. And I was kind of surprised. I thought the knee brace would go away with the end of the injury last season and coming back. So I do wonder what the mileage and the wear on Goran is and how it's going to play out. One thing I do not like about this preseason schedule, it's five games. That's fine. You can never have too few preseason games. I'm on board with that. I don't like the fact there's two back-to-backs. This week, it's tonight against the Spurs, tomorrow in Charlotte. Next week, it's a game in Orlando, followed by a home game against the Rockets. So I think what Eric does is he picks one of each of these games and plays his core players. So it will be interesting tonight to see if – Well, that has Moore to be the tonight, start. then. You've got to do that in front of the home crowd, yes. then. Home game, yes. Yes, so what I'm trying to say is I think tonight, real game, tomorrow in Charlotte, eh, you're not going to miss anything. Next week in Orlando, probably rest the starters, bring the regulars back against Houston. I think he will be able to use the get-out-of-jail card early, Eric Spolstra, because without James Johnson and Kelly Olynyk, rather than start the debate of, ooh, Justice is starting and Gore it's not, I think he can start them both. He can start Justice Winslow at power forward, still use Jimmy at the 3, Dion at the 2, and Gore at the 1. And if I know Eric, he doesn't want controversy where there doesn't have to be. So I think in this first set of exhibitions, I would think or see it's possible that both Goran and Justice start tonight and neither play tomorrow, and it sort of keeps this thing up as who's going to start at point guard, who's going to be the primary ball handler.
1: Look, the the coach is going to tell you that it's an open competition of sorts Correct. as far as starting jobs and that kind of deal. But how much do we really believe that the play in the preseason is going to determine starting jobs?
0: I don't think so. We would, I mean. I mean, how unfair is that? To a guy of Goran's all-star pedigree and lineage, and lineage in, the, in the league, to say hey, because of three probably maximum appearances, we no longer believe that. Now here's the difference: as they practice just about every day, so Eric Spolstra is getting two two-hour two hour size samples, sometimes two a days. Last week at Kaiser University in West Palm, so he's seeing more than us. I like what he said after the after the scrimmage the other day. He said this is not necessarily about starting the best five, playing the best five. This is saying what groups work together. Who knows? Maybe he finds out that, that, that Goran works better with Tyler Hero as an inexperienced player Replace them on the second unit. Maybe Deion Waiters isn't in the first unit, and we get back to that 7-11 backcourt coming off the bench. So I think you're going to see more groupings and pairings than necessarily Eric Spolster saying, these are my best five, these are my next best five. I do think in these exhibition games, Seeing a little bit of the chemistry will help all of us decide who plays well together and who doesn't.
1: Do you, do you foresee a, a, a lot? Now, you said you wouldn't be surprised if you see Dragic and Winslow in the starting group together here. Does that mean that you think that Winslow would essentially be pegged in as the four?
0: I, as, as the point four. As, as, as the As the point forward at the four at the moment. One, is preseason. You don't go into games and go like, oh, but what about this matchup tonight with San Antonio if they go big with Davis for ten Well, actually, he was moved. But if they go big with, what, with LaMarcus Aldridge at the four instead of five, I don't think you worry about that in the preseason. And I got to tell you, Goran is very good off the ball. And Goran yep. still is one of the premier shooters on this team. I would not mind at all to see Goran on the court as a shooter, number one, and number two as a one-man fast break. In other words, you see how Goran plays. He does those one-on-three, one-on-two drives. So maybe what they're going to have is, I know this sounds weird, says, I think that, that Goran Dragic might be their transition point guard and Justice Winslow might be their half-court point guard. I think that's a way of working through it also.
1: I saw on the Sun-Sentinel just about an hour ago you posted some of the new uh, measurements that the NBA is forcing teams to be honest now yeah, as far as the height. Ridiculous. Do, do, did we have anything funny
0: come of that? Well, I mean, it's just a factor that here you go into camp with two seven-footers and Kelly Atlantic and Myers Leonard, you come out with one because Kelly's now listed at 6'11 instead of seven feet. The most surprising thing to me is is that Udonis Haslam held on to his 6'8 because the joke has always been that he's more Charles Barkley height and maybe six six. So I think he got the benefit there. I, I what the Heat bristled at, and I agree with them, is taking players' measurements for the first time without sneakers. Because the last time I checked, every player who's playing tonight will be wearing some sort of shoe or footwear. So I think that was a bit much. But again, you know, we have all these NBA records. Most you know block shots by a, a player under seven feet. So does that all of a sudden change? Dwayne Wade, I believe, is most blocks. By a player 6'4 or shorter, in today's NBA, he would have been 6'3 or 6'2. Only three players on the entire roster, Goran Dragic, Udonis Haslam, and, um, and Devon Reed, came up at the same height. The Heat lost 17 total inches on their roster in the remeasurements. I just don't understand the whole thing about measuring without shoes. I can't recall how many times I've ever seen these guys on a basketball court without wearing a pair of shoes. Who's been
1: your favorite player when you when when you say uh you know a guy who's listed at one height but is definitely not that height? Who's been your favorite player?
0: Well, I always think that's been Justice Wayne. I mean, I always I'm sorry, you Haslam. Oh, I'm, I mean, I'm not even
1: oh, I'm not even I'm not even talking about the heat like it could be all-time all your years covering the NBA. Well,
0: I mean, even Charles Barkley, you know, I, Barkley's I'm a good not, one. It's all the guys who were listed at six feet because that's a manly, you know, virile yep. kind of height. Tim Hardaway wasn't six feet. You know that. We've all stood next to him. I'm five eleven. We looked at least eye to eye. If I didn't look down upon the great point guard at one point, I think it's every guy in the league who gets the courtesy six zero listing. I think that's the difference right now. The other thing is a bunch of guys, Kevin Durant and others didn't want to be listed as seven-footers. They, they saw that as sort of being an athletic freak or so, and they've convinced teams, measure me at 6'11". I don't want to be a seven-footer. I ain't playing center. So I think it's mostly the guys who want to be at least six feet and the guys who don't want to be seven feet.
1: Good job, Ira. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right, don't tell my mom where I'm going to be tonight. Thanks, All Thanks, right. guys. there you go. That's Ira Winderman right there, Sun Sentinel. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.